What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. Oh, man. We talked about 270-something cigars last week. Um, and so we started, you know, this is the first time seeing you in a week. And where this show is going to be like, yeah, we're, no doing cigars. A sh- we're doing a show. <laughs> no, no cigar talk this week. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, yeah, there was, uh, first of all, thank you to Zoe mm-hmm. and Nick, um, and Kevin, um, that we couldn't have done without you. No, and I thought, not. um, Nick was great behind the scenes and I thought Kevin and Zoe were great mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe, uh, with the, with the readings and putting things together and Kevin w- with the readings and his, his yeah. cigar knowledge. I, I, I loved having both those guys. I've got, they've become such good friends of mine now, both of them, mm-hmm. that uh, I don't think much about just having a normal conversation with yeah. them, but they were excellent on the podcast. Yeah, because, I mean, we see them, like, behind the scenes, where you said, all the time. All the time. But, like, I, I, you got to give them credit, because coming onto a show, you become real self-aware and cognizant of, yeah, like, they handle it of everything that you do, your cadence, yeah. everything, and they were just pros about it, as, as, as much pro as you and I are, and yeah. we're nowhere near, so... Yeah. I asked Zoe because I, I talked to Zoe because uh, a couple times this week about this, um, and I said uh, so. And he was talking about different people who listened to it, and I said, "So did you listen to it?" And he said he did. And he's, I said, "So what'd you think of your voice?" And he said, "Do I sound like that?" And I said, "You do." <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Zoe uh, sounds completely normal because that's how how I think of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about everybody's voice, and he said something to Smoke Coach, which I, I actually agree with. When uh, I see something written by Smoke Coach, I hear it in Smoke Coach's voice. Yeah. I hear it in Jeremy's voice. Um, he doesn't have an unusual voice, but he has a distinctive voice. And so I just, I, you know, I hear it in Jeremy's voice. <laughs> we, uh, the, the main thing is we all hate our own voice. We do. Oh, I hate mine. <laughs> so... And uh, so, but it was, it was, it was cool to do that last week. And like you said, at the end of the show, I have 25 new cigars to try. Dude, I was so tired. Like we got done. We went, you know, the show itself was two fifteen. I, you know, I got it down to no two, like, yeah, two fifteen. We we recorded two and a half easily. Um, I got in the car heading home, called Mo and she's like, how was it? I was like, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kevin I'm tired. asked. Kevin asked when he saw it as 215, what he cut out? And I said, uh, I don't, I <laughs> Not don't know. Not a lot of stuff because there wasn't really a lot of filler. I mean, I love, I cut out maybe five, 10 minutes, but, right. but it was just a, it was a long show. I loved it. Yeah. Well, uh, and then I said, I cut out where I got Wonder Woman's boyfriend wrong. And he goes, no, that was on the Thursday show. And I went, oh uh, no, I left that in. Yeah. No, he said, <laughs> I heard that just fine. He said, I was screaming at you. <laughs> it was funny because I, uh, I had that cut originally. But then we made another joke to another reference, like, well, they're, they're not going to get that. So I had to put that in. And then it's then it got to the point where, like, I don't know. Ah, if, I, I don't know if I left in the part where where I got confused between Carl and Charlie. But then we got to the other part where you poked fun of me. So I was like, well, shit, I got to put that back in because yeah. there's no clean. And and then I've always thought, like, you know what? I lean into my mistakes. So yeah. I got to fucking might as, well earn them. Might, might as well earn them. So do that. Yeah. But uh, so, so this is the first one we're recording after the first of the year. Yes. Yeah, this is... So this isn't the first one you're hearing after the first of the year, but it's the first one we're recording, right? No, 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 no. We, we, we recorded in January. Last week was January. What's the thing? January 10th, 3rd, right? 10th. Yeah, so we recorded on the 3rd. Oh. So this is our second. 
Second one. This is our first real show for the year. Yeah, non-cigar so, podcast. Yeah, podcast. This, is, this is back when we're on our uh, 60, 60% bullshit, 40% cigar talk. Yeah, we got to flip the, flip flip the, the script. script. Yeah. yeah. So what we are smoking, the, uh, something new that came into West End here within the past two weeks, I'd say. Oh, really? Um, the Onyx Bold Nicaragua. Um, it's blended by AJ Fernandez. Okay. Um, I So Onyx was the... Uh, first cigar I ever had to put down because it was too strong for me. But this was probably 16, 17 years ago. I mean, this was when I was early in my stage. Um, And then we, and then we just got these back in a couple weeks ago, smoked it. And uh, let me tell you, it, it is true to its name. It is a, it is a bold cigar. Yeah. So this is my second one that I've had. Um, Have you, have you ever had this one? No. Yeah, I don't know that I've smoked a ton of Onyx, period. Yeah, this, so this is only my third ever Onyx. Um, I, I forget who, I think they're, I always get confused between Altadis and General. They're under one of those umbrellas. Yep. Um, I think it's, <laughs> I agree. It's, I, the, it's the same with, with Monty, so I think that's General. general. I think it is, too. Um, I never really focused much on Onyx, so I don't know, but I think it's General. Doug is screaming at the podcast if he ever listened right now because he knows exactly. So many people, yeah. Yeah, so many people are. Um, yeah, I remember the first cigar that I ever should have put down. That was the one I smoked last week. Um, I had to take a two-day <laughs> break from smoking cigars. To, On which one? The birthday blend. After the birthday oh blend, I had God. to rest my sinuses for two days. Okay, so let's That's yeah. uh Holy <laughs> shit. So I had a, I had a couple people ask me, about that, they're so like, "Were I, I you bring being it serious?" Up. I'm like, "No, like it was, it was really, oh, it, was, it was, it was the really hottest cigar, hottest cigar ever." And so somebody, so I brought it up to Kevin, and I said, "Yeah, I haven't smoked for the last couple of days." <laughs> and he goes, uh, "And I said, so uh, why?" And I said, "Because we smoked the birthday blend, or maybe he heard the review, and he said, um, was the uh, so the 2018 was fabulous.'" And yeah. I said, "Well, did it have two years of age on it?" <laughs> No, he said the same thing. He said like the eighteen was like real cocoa-y yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it, this cigar may have been really cocoa-y, but it was hard to get past that pepper. Oh, I mean, it, yeah. But it was one of those ones like I knew what it was going to be like coming into it, but I still really, really enjoy it, and I'm still I'm impressed, or maybe not impressed, maybe more like perplexed that you two liked it as much as you actually did because I I honestly. Was not expecting that. I was expecting it to be yeah. near the bottom. It um, it probably <laughs> I don't know. It you know the funny part is the middle. The middle third, was great. Yeah, middle third was gave it gave me think uh, gave me the thought that maybe if you rested it for fifty to a hundred years <laughs> that it would become this fabulous cigar. So, but yeah, I had to, I I did not smoke cigars on Tuesday. It. It, and it, most of the day Wednesday. It sends your palate through Oof. through the the machine. Yeah, I, so after we after we got done, I was leaving the shop. I counted how many I have. So I have 17 left. So I've given away a bunch. I've smoked only 4. So that means I've given away 16. Um oh. but <laughs> Uh, you must have really disliked those people. Well, except for Josh no, and I. See, see, I think of the other way. If I give you a viaje, that's true. That means I really like you, right? So, oh, don't uh, worry. I have an all viaje bomb going out this week. Oh, nice. So it's yeah. nice. 
I um, uh, I smoked. You know, I've been. I've tried some of the VIs, and some of them I really liked. Um, some some of uh, have been sort of, eh. mm-hmm. but um, so average. Um, but uh, I've uh, um, but some I've liked. The uh, but some you know the the dark and light meat I've enjoyed, and some some of them. Have, mm-hmm. The candy cane was eh, it was okay. I haven't smoked that one yet. So let some let let that shadow grow, grow long on that one. It needs some age. <laughs> needs okay. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking. Um, I was talking to John uh, out in California last night, and he he just has a general policy of aging stuff that comes in the door. Yeah. Um, and I know Doug and and Brandon have both given me the speech that some cigars are are all cigars are meant are intended. To be smoked when they go out. Yeah. When they go out. And if that's true of that birthday blend, that, that person deserves to be throw-punched. Because <laughs> that pepper is just so strong that that can't be what they intended. I, I, like, I really wish that you could have smoked it the day I got it. I don't think... Dude, the, if, if we had been smoking in a different situation where I wasn't on mic and we weren't intentionally grading it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got through the first third. Yeah, it's... I wouldn't have got through the first third. Yeah. And I would have been disappointed because, and this is why I tell people to not, to put, at least get through the second third. Because mm-hmm. that second third was really nice. I mm-hmm. liked it. And I do think that that cigar will blend, you know, mellow and blend mm-hmm. into a really nice cigar 18 months from now to yeah. 50 years. But, um, but, uh, boy, that first third. Was just you're just going? Why wow, you just kicking me in the head? Why are you kicking me in the head? Quit kicking me in the just, head. Yeah, just an onslaught of, yeah. of spice. But like, what's weird? So like the um, that one that we had, it was a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Right. So is this right? This bold is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, and it looks exactly. This is totally what it, opposite. This is what a San Andreas uh, looks like. This is a nice San Andreas. I'm, this is starting really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does have bold flavors. I agree. It's got mm-hmm. a lot of flavor in there, which is nice. But this, I, this, and it has that distinct AJ yep, blend does. that that spice to it. And the label um, is actually um, actually um, it's black and, and silver, sort of reflective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too reflective. It's I'm having trouble reading I, it. I don't. I don't like. The, I don't like the band at all. I don't either. It's very. It. It almost seems intentionally well, shiny. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't like using the word cheap, but it just has that cheesy. Yeah, like it, it. It's trying to be a little more flashy than it needs to be. Yeah. Um, maybe if it wasn't so reflective, but like the simplest. The the I like the simplistic. Yep. Oh my God! They intercepted again. All right, so so <laughs> we're not so, allowed to broadcast football games. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm calling both games. So we're, we're watching the Pittsburgh Cleveland game and just another interception. So um. wow, sorry, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel, I am so sorry. I am so oh so sorry, yeah, my friend. I'm thinking of you this very second. I don't know, like I, I don't know if I want to play Cleveland at this point because they're being pretty stout, but uh, stout just like this is a cigar. It is. <laughs> Bring it back to the cigar. Um, but no, it's a, so we're smoking the Toro. It comes in Toro and a Robusto. Yep. Um, this, so, yep. so Doc, he loved, uh, Doc, uh, Dennis Doc, not yep. Doc Doc. He loves, uh, <laughs> you know, 
Uh, he he loves stronger cigars, so he had this one first. The day we put it out on the shelf, after it set for yeah, a day or two, it's a sharp looking cigar. He smoked it. He's like, "How many more you got?" I was like, "Uh, I was like, well, you smoked one, I smoked one, and we have the whole box left over." He's like, "I want the whole box." I'm like, seriously? He's like, "This thing is amazing. I love it." He just, I didn't realize that he was that strong. It's a, a good fan, cigar, but it is it is a good one. Um, but yeah. it does stay true to its name. It is a stout bastard. It is, um, but it's starting nice. It has mm-hmm. not kicked me in the head once yet, so we're just going to consider that a plus. <laughs> um, so that was nice. We, you know, speaking of reviews, is where we're going into. We're we're gonna. <clears throat> we were talking about several things pregame here. Mm-hmm. Where um, we were adjusting. It's been a year plus for you and I doing this, and th- we've yeah we've matured the podcast. I feel like we have a pretty good rhythm. Um, uh, I've been thinking about some uh, topics. We were talking about cold weather smoking earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great topic. Um, you know, we, we're going to have another round of the leadership podcast, I mm-hmm. hope. Yep. I have some ideas on people to reach out to there. Um, uh, but we're going we're gonna to have the guy who got this show off the ground on here within a month or so with, uh, with Rob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Um, Rob is. Uh, um, funny and irreverent. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, it's one of those things where, I mean, if you like us, which you more than likely do because you listen to us, Rob is a big reason why this show exists. And I've said yeah. it a few times. So we yeah. were, we were on, no, c- I haven't talked to Rob in a while. Yeah, and we, I, I, I need to catch up with him. I mean, we, we've been on, we were on cigar talk about six months ago, but now we're going yeah. to actually have him on ours. And yep. We're, we're probably gonna have Chris on again. We're going to do the cigar university, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, um, but uh, we, we're, we're getting, we're going to get back into a regular flow with the reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about adding Kevin to the LCC reviews. I think that went really well with Kevin. Um, Josh is going nowhere. Josh mm-hmm. is still a big part of that. Um, so you'll have two cigar nerds. You'll have Aaron who acts like a cigar nerd <laughs> somewhere in the middle. <clears throat> and you'll have me playing the role of Nigel. Who talks about how he <laughs> likes the cigar, um, and um, and and so uh, See, which you is, you have you have the coach grading system. I like this. You have the coach. You could be damn cigar. Yeah, it, you are the rider fly style of. I'm of, unapologetic. Of this, you know, uh, uh, Josh is very. He is a cigar nerd. I'm, I'm fly. I'm both ways. Like I, I'm that way, but. It is one of those things. We got a really good reception of having Kevin on. He is a very intelligent when it comes to this yep. product, to this craft. And so we reached out to him and be like, hey, would you like to become a staple fixture when we do the LCC review once a month? He said yes. So yep. we are now going to be. He'll be the fourth wheel of the bus. He is going uh, to be. Because the wheels on the bus go round and round. Yes. Yes. And it, and, and honestly, it, it, it solidifies us as being a little bit better because he is a reviewer for, uh, uh, for I Kim and Josh will, yes, uh, will be the cigar nerds and that's great. Yeah. And I'll play producer moderator and you'll be like, I liked it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, or I don't. Um, um, but yeah, we're going to definitely do that. So yeah. that's starting next week. I think we're going to record a, LCC, I think we're talking about the Goldie. If mm-hmm. you get yours, if uh, I get mine, <laughs> right? It's still out there. Yep. Well, I know yeah. where I know where it is. I just can't go get it. So it's sitting in the the room at the uh, apartment. It's sitting in the old my old or the person who has my apartment now. He has it. So we'll okay. see if uh, 
We'll see if he gives it to me. Hopefully he does because I know what's in it and I want it. This box was fire. Oof. Yeah. Man, like I was I was so happy because we 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 give a lot of love to Dave and Martinez. And we've talked about them Smoke the strongly, strongly for the past eight months to a year. Yep. Um, and so now everybody out there who has listened to us, they will, you know, and if you happen to be an LCC member as well, you now get that chance of being Team 45 because Team 45 is the right way. Yep. So well, now you're, you're blowing the secret of the box. But um, uh, Oh, shit. Yeah. No, no. I, by I, then the the boxes. Uh, that should be. You're the, you'll be the only one. You and people in Canada <laughs> will be the only the ones that don't have it yet. <laughs> don't only ones that don't have it yet. Although they'll probably have it. They'll probably have it for I will. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a it was a stellar box. Yeah. No, but so and uh, I know you're excited about the Goldie too, which was good. And uh, I haven't had the Goldie in probably three or four years. Yeah, I don't know that I have. Um, but we're excited about that. So um, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so we're really excited to bring on Kevin as yep. another part of this podcast for the you know the review side and looking uh, forward to seeing where that that goes. Yeah, I know we're talking about having Dave and Chris on also mm-hmm. in uh, January or Fe- February mm-hmm. um, to talk about something that they're doing together. So yep. that as well. So we have that coming up. Um, uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, there should be a ton of cigars that were originally supposed to be around announced at TPE that are starting to come out. Now yeah. maybe they'll hold them back because I know there was some hurricane things that probably delayed some manufacturing. But um, we do have uh, we're going to announce a couple contests that are coming up. So um, so you need to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a twenty twenty one has just started. And we're already like getting the schedule and getting yep. like it's all the year of the stick, not the not the not the hole. <laughs> you're the hammer, not the nail. <laughs> not, yep, exactly. <laughs> Although that lasted for about five days, I think. Oh, um, so, so, so the way I described it was, uh, "Welcome to December thirty seventh." Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks, but we'll, we'll get through it. So, um. <coughs> um so, so we got that going on, um, and I think we're excited to talk about um, that. You know, we talked about the, I know the TPE, uh, um, the uh, the Martinez cigar mm-hmm. that we're going to do. We're definitely starting event. Yep. You and I are, are in the next couple of weeks. We're going to run that. We're going to talk with Dave and talk about the event and yep. the uh, contest we're going to have for that. Um, and we're going to run a the Straight Cut podcast event for that. Yeah, because that was something that we were supposed to run in the fall last year. Right. But then everything, you know, just went to hell. Everything got pushed back. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're now coming up to that where we're starting the starting to get more news, talking to Dave, start talking to Martinez about everything that's coming out. So that yep. looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been like once TPE and PCA happen, like it's a bam, bam of just onslaught of new stuff. Uh, we're getting new stuff all the time coming into the shop here. Have I mean, you had the death bucket there. too? Uh, I have not, but I've got two, but I've, but I've had, have you had the tie Tea? I have not, but I have two. <laughs> okay. I, you know this about me. I'm fucking horrible 
at hoarding my cigars. So you're like a 400-pound person in a house full of magazines and there's nowhere to walk? Yes. Okay. Actually, so I weighed myself yesterday for the first time. Ever in your whole well, life? Well, I mean, for the first time since the gyms closed. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow where they will... Because I, I don't weigh myself at home. I feel like, I, yeah, I, I feel There's like... There's other judges for a diabetic that are, <laughs> that are as equally as important as I kind of feel so. like, like, nobody really sees me, but, like, I kind of be like, all right, person who gets closest, like, uh, um, I'll give you a cigar. <laughs> over under, first contest of the year. <laughs> over, over under of Aaron's weight. <laughs> over under my weight. No, I was I was 280. But, like, I'm a, I don't look... I'm 6'1". I'm... Stout. You're stout. Yeah. Like I still wear extra large shirts. I'm just, I'm just meaty. <laughs> you wear a lot of black. I wear a lot of black. You do. You do. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, this uh, pandemic, I, uh, I've actually, um, started walking in and, <laughs> and, and before that I had the, I was, so I started walking a couple of days and I, Third day, I had to stretch because I'm like going, <laughs> holy shit, I'm out of shit. Well, I mean, I love going to the gym. I went every every morning. Oh, I know. I you used did to the kettlebell the thing. And so this morning, I actually bought some kettlebells and bought a TRX system. So I'm, I was like, What's screw What's a TRX system? So Is like that the, the mirror? No, it's the... It's thing like you the, put on the wall and you... It's like straps, but it's like, it's not like elastic straps. It's, you use your body weight kind of stuff. It's what okay. a lot of professionals use. And it's... You either love or you hate it. There's no in between, and I really like the TRX system. Okay, um, so I just got that. How much was it? Uh, it's like 160. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So it's kettle, like pulleys kettle, and all that. No, stuff. it's not pulleys. It's literally just like imagine just taking a ratchet strap and mounting it to a wall, yeah. and that's what it is. And you just use your body okay. weight and stuff like that. Cool. Um, but kettlebells, holy shit! Like expensive. Well, they've like definitely gone up in price. Like I remember where it used to be just. Like it was a dollar a pound, pretty much. Yeah. But one thirty-five pound kettlebell was eighty bucks. Well, um, yeah. I just wanted I wanted a thirty-five and a hundred pounder. The hundred pounder was two sixty. I was like, fuck that noise. Yeah. Those um <clears throat> well, obviously people are trying to figure out how to go at home. I've been looking at a lot of those mirror things and I've been seeing those. Um they look fancy and I, I um just to me, uh, I, the kettlebell stuff is stuff that's it it's makes, a, it's advanced. I have too, a couple. And I I have certification in kettlebell, and I love kettlebell work, and I I like the way it made me feel. And well, that's no, good. I'm ready to get back into it. Start again. going. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just gonna clear out. I mean, since I have a garage with nothing in it other than an, a a truck and an outback, I'm just gonna do it in there. So yep. I'll do it, I'll do it with like a cigar in my mouth because that's. Uh, that's how the pros it's completely do it, right? inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> you and Schwarzenegger. Um, so uh, yes, um, y- yeah. It's been you know, the funny part is uh, I, I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy because mm-hmm. I, I think you should always be reevaluating goals and setting goals. But it, it felt like after this year, after the end of the year, it's like yeah, you need to start getting back into some of your habits yeah. that you got out of with with working at home. So, and I know you don't work at home, but it's been, it's been hard to keep some of those things going. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing that I do like, because I do have a very physical job. It's a very physically demanding. Um, so I'm glad I'm, I haven't just lived that sedentary life and, 
it's like I tried the like the office job cubicle before and it just wasn't for me. I yeah. had to I had it, to, if yeah. I if I'm not dirty by the end of the day, I just don't feel like I, I did anything. But but what that does, it allows me to do other things. So like one of my I don't want like you said, I don't like doing New Year's resolutions, but one thing that I've been doing more is I really enjoy listening to Alan Watts. Um, he's a philosopher back in the sixties. So I, every day I listen to one of his speeches that he, he gave at a, yeah, whether he was at Oxford or wherever. Sure. I just listen to that and it gets, puts me in a nice, you know, state of mind, a real, I don't know, like Zen like quality, just something to ease the stress of life. And it just makes it, you, we live like we're minuscule specks in the universe, but it just kind of brings it back down to reality a little bit. Like you are small, but you're also big at the same time. So it's just, so you're small, but you're big. Yes. You may be a speck in the universe, but, but you're Mo's speck in this universe. <laughs> yes. To quote the great bad Brad Paisley, you know, <laughs> is, that, is that in one of his songs? No. It, what's, what's the song? Speck of the universe. You, you are, um, you are someone in the world, but to somebody, you're their entire world. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. So you're mine. That's sad for you. <laughs> so, but yes, um, so we're working on that. Um, we're looking. I am looking for ideas on the leadership front. Um, I have one already in in hand. Cool. I'm always looking for people to talk about leadership. Yeah, and we leadership love things. shows. I, I, yeah, that, that show interests me. So if, if people have ideas, um, um, I'd like to talk to Josh about um, military leadership and his experience in the Guard mm-hmm. um, because he's had, he's had some amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, um, for such a young man, he's, he's really... Yeah, he's quite a bit... I mean, he's quite a bit younger than me as well. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, bad one. Um, so uh, he is so much younger than you. But he's experienced a lot of things in the military that you and I cannot directly relate to. Mm-hmm. So in the leadership, right? And I like to, like to, to you know, it, him and I talk about that. And you yep. as well. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a military house. Um, but, you know, it's, it is one of those things where it is a leadership. It's a different style. It's a different style. And we talk about it you know, back here in the members lounge and stuff like that all the time. So, and it just, it's a good content, honestly. So. Yeah, no, it's interesting. We, you know, we, we joke and I, uh, you know, we are 60% bullshit, um, but we like having occasionally a show that is mm-hmm. um, insightful and deep. Yeah, so. it's like, I mean, I, I mean, going back to last week, I really enjoyed just cigar. 100% talking about cigars. cigars. Yeah. Um, have you looked for any of the ones that like really stood out to you? So uh, I've been trying not to, uh, no, I've not. Um, I have not been saying this out loud much, but I'm trying to, let's say, get the cigars that I purchased in November and December incorporated into my humidor <laughs> system um, before I, let's say, um, buy some more. Buy some more. I'm not like saying, I'm not, I'm not. Um, I'm not invoking the whole, I'm not buying cigars for 60 days and uh-huh. thing, but I need, to, I have, I have two big, um, paper bags full of Ziploc bags that I need to incorporate <laughs> into my humidor system yeah. before I start 
adding more Ziploc bags full of cigars. I was, I'm the same way because whenever I did the post of our top three, um, you could not find any of them. I could not find the only one I did not find was, was Mike G's. Um, because I thought I had one, but I couldn't find it anywhere. But what I did find was I, I found a, a crook of the crown, which I had no idea I even had, but I had it in my, in the back of my locker here. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I need to smoke that. Yeah, and then that's when I realized, like, I really need to smoke my stuff because yes. that will allow me to a yeah. save up and not spend money, but then yeah. b buy a bunch of new shit when I start dwindling down. Yeah, we always at the first of the year we all always do an evaluation of our finances and mm-hmm. go through all the stuff, our subscriptions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were cutting out stuff on our Directv and like all our subscriptions. We also subscribe to Disney Plus and all that mm-hmm. stuff because we've been wanting to catch up on the uh, see the Mandalorian and, and as well as um, have the ESPN Plus so we can watch um, some some other stuff. Yeah. And so, but we were cleaning some of that out and uh, just looking at some of that, and you just go, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of cigars that I have that I really want to try that I've accumulated. Like yeah. I have, um, I have the, um, uh, just so many cigars. There was like something that Nick recommended to me that was on his list. And mm-hmm. I went, okay, well he's got a really good taste. I, I'll just buy some of those. Yeah. And I'm going, I haven't even tried those yet. I need to like put that in a rotation. Yeah. Like the, the, uh, uh, I think it's the, uh, and, and then the great cigars that uh, John sent us last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in there that I haven't had. And there's some that I haven't had for a while. Mm-hmm. There's one that I hadn't for a while. I really want to get back and get smoke that again. And you just go, um, you know, I just, and, I, and so it made me think about one of my favorites was the four kick LE. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I haven't smoked one of those in like two, three months. I've, I've I, don't think I've had, I don't think I've smoked a four kick in two to three years. Oh, that was the limited edition this year. Was oh, it the, uh, it's a baller. Is it the, like, it's the, a the, dead the, ass the ball or something? Yeah. Like the that? mule kick. It is a dead ass baller. That's a great cigar. Um, I, really, I don't think I've ever heard you say dead ass baller before. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm working on some language <laughs> improvements, I think. Uh, so, yes, it's, um, it's a great stick. It's a great stick. I'm fascinated by, uh, uh, but, you know, and so I just I'm thinking of all these cigars. Nigel's rec- made recommendations, and I, mm-hmm. I bought them because I trust Nigel. Mm-hmm. I know him, and I like a lot of the same cigars. Um it was fascinating um, Friday night. So they, I know next, not next weekend, but the weekend after we're smoking the Calibra um, mm-hmm. for, uh, for, for the remembrance that we're going to do for Gmo's mom. And um, we also, this Friday, we smoked a cigar for um, Ronnie's sister and they all smoked the, the, the Puente pink, the pink, um, which I have, I've intentionally not jumped on that. Mm-hmm. Because it was super rare, and I just try not to buy super rare stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, it's boy, it's been hard to avoid some of that stuff. And in LCCs, and and I've seen some other stuff where you go, man, I really want that. So and you know, and we just keep getting these awesome gifts from listeners and. I stuff made a trade and... with uh, Smoke uh, Coach. Uh, he sent me some uh, Hemingway short story Maduros. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't smoked one of those yet. I need to do that. Cool. It's, and I, I saw there's another shop that just opened up in Memphis too. So whenever 
you know, whenever we can, I want to head over there to see him and go to this new 100%. shop that's open. Uh, I think it was Smoker's Abbey, I believe. Oh, that's a fancy name. I th- well, so I think it's, it might be a chain. I'm not sure because I think they got one in Texas. Um, but it looked interesting. It looked like a nice lounge because every time I go to Memphis, I usually just go to the standard, go to Tinderbox or go to, and go to Robusto's. But now there's another one that's, okay. you know, around. So go, go check them out. Well, we have a couple people over there we know about, mm-hmm. so we can definitely, uh, definitely do that. Yeah. So, but I mean, but when this one comes out Friday, I mean, we're going to have our own little we are thing. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be, yeah. When this one comes out, so this comes out at 4 a.m. Pacific and six, cause they made me look this up the other night. <laughs> Kevin did on Thursday night when we we're smoking. He said, so when will I be able to hear my voice? And I said, uh, I have no earthly idea. So it's a weird, so like 4 p.m. 4 a.m. Pacific, six central, and then seven, seven a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah, six and I six. checked. Yeah, yeah. Because the main <laughs> thing was because I was setting it for it to come out at like 8 o'clock our time. But then I was like, man, by that time, it's already 9 on the East Coast. The world's let's, moved let's, on. Show, let's show the East Coast a little bit more love. And yeah. by the time when the West Coast op- wakes up, they'll it's, already, it'll already it'll be, be out there. for them. And so, because, yeah. yeah, just nice. So by, by the time everybody hears this, um, uh, Bear will be heading to the airport and, mm-hmm. and some other folks will be. In the air on Friday, we're meeting here at the shop. So mm-hmm. if you're local or if you're um, close enough to drive in, we're Friday, we're meeting at the Little Rock Shop mm-hmm. in the afternoon or in the evening. Mm-hmm. And we're going to smoke cigars mm-hmm. and we're going to uh, general hilarity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As funny as we are. As, as, as funny as we are. Just no extra funny, but just general <laughs> hilarity. <laughs> we could do with a little less funny, Maybe. Maybe. Um, it just it comes out that way, right? We're naturally comedic. <laughs> we are naturally comedic. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna gather here on Friday. Yep. And then on Saturday, Saturday we're just gonna be starting hang, probably about noon. Hanging out, yeah, hanging out up at the Little Rock <clears throat> Conway. This is Conway, the Little yeah. Rock Shop. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> I, um, just in case <sighs> if you're asked to report to work ever here, um, we're gonna go up to the Conway Shop, yes. which is. Referred to as West End Conway. <laughs> I thought you were going to be funny. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, we're going to spend the day up there. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be just a bunch of fun. We, during that time, you'll have another round of NFL playoff games. We'll be watching that. Maybe the Chiefs will be playing, so they'll be able to see me stress about that. Um, yeah. So we'll just be, yeah, just general. Fun out. and yeah. there's cool food places up there. Oh, man, there's this. Chris made the request that we do barbecue one day. Okay. So, mm. I, man, man, I don't. I will say Little Rock Barbecue kind of sucks. Told him we could do. Uh, we could do. Uh, there is a new Cajun place though that is up there. Really fucking good. Told him we could hit barbecue on Sunday. Maybe it. Uh, whole hog. Uh, whole hog. Yeah. I, I said it's. Uh, um, they they do good. I mean, I will say, of the territories, you know, Casey's favorite, of course. Memphis has some really good fucking barbecue. I like that. So you want to tell me how great the barbecue sauce is up in Kansas City? Man, I love the barbecue sauce in KC. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, Nigel, I at this point, will understand the point I just made to you. <laughs> I talk about barbecue sauce the way you talk about cigars. That's good. <laughs> now, so the point I made to Nigel, 
and the point I'm now going to make to you, okay. um, and I tried to make when we had the gentleman from Kansas City on, is barbecue has nothing to do it's, with the ketchup it, you put on top of the meat. A, it's an additive, yes, I realize that. It's all about the meat. It's all about the meat. But, period. Hard stop. But. No. no I'm, period. I'm, hard stop. I, I'm, I'm a comma. Period. But, hard stop. I'm a, com, I'm a comma butt guy. No. Um, period. Hard stop. I'm, I'm a butt guy, so um, it's an it's a, it's a an extra additive that is amazing. And whenever Period. You, hard stop. Uh, it's all about the meat. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> that's why Texas, that's the one thing Texas actually has right. That's it. <laughs> that's the list. For all my Texas brothers, you know and what sisters. doesn't get enough love is beef ribs. Like, uh, I do love man, them. I love some beef ribs, but like, it seems to be the only place I've ever seen them is Texas area. Like, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a barbecue city, and it's got to be regional, I guess. Yeah, but like, what's crazy is like, KC is known for their stockyards, like, and their steaks and stuff like that. But we don't utilize. So beef ribs. So Chicago, and you, you just don't see beef ribs up there. Really, it's all it's all pork ribs. Well, we, because they turn it into sausages, I guess. Well, up in Chicago, you know, the funny part is Jake and I had a conversation which bored the shit out of everybody last night. But because <laughs> Jake goes, well, so what's the, what's your favorite restaurant in the entire world? And you know the answer to this. Yeah, Portillo's. Yes, and I said it's Portillo's, and he said. That's a fast food place. And I said, yes, it is. And it's my favorite restaurant in the entire world. And he goes, it's it's pretty awesome. And then we talked for five minutes about the but, entire menu. But the thing is, is you ruin your sandwich by doing that double no. dunk. Oh, no. And it just becomes a no. gloopy mess. Oh, no. You mean gloopy greatness? The half and goodness. half, the half and half, no dip with crinkle fry, though. I will admit <laughs> that you can't. It's it's hard to beat that. Oh, do you know that? Uh, uh, what's the pizza place you like up there? Um, Pizzeria Uno, or I like all of them. Um, uh, uh, Malzon, no. Lou, Lou Malnati's. Malnati, so they deliver. Like so they'll ship all you a pizza. Do. Yeah, so so will Pizzeria Uno. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. When do you do that one night then? Yeah, we should. That'd be fun. I saw that there was a New York pizza. How do you place. fucking ship a uh, ship a pizza? Ship. Well, you cook it. They. They, oh, they like freeze it or something? Yeah, and they oh, freeze okay. it and then you cook it down here. So it's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we were talking about that last night. And the, the part that people don't understand about Chicago pizza. Mm-hmm. So first of all, that's the that's the the, the, the pretty common pizza place. Mm-hmm. The downtown, the big name place. But in the in the suburbs actually is a very thin thin crust and mm-hmm. is actually there's a different breed. We the thing we don't do in Chicago is the Pizza Hut pizza, you know, the... Like the house style or the... the well, the, you know, with the, you know, whatever, the the middle ground. We don't do the middle ground. So it's you, either thin cost... You're either thin or lasagna. Or lasagna. <laughs> yeah. So we... Uh, a, Which Jake refers to as pizza you must eat with a fork. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's, at that point, it's a casserole. It's a pizza pie. It's a it's a casserole, though. A pizza pie. So... It's in the name. A new... It's actually in the name. <laughs> it is in the name. Um... <laughs> A new uh, New York style place just opened. Yeah, up. Yeah, I saw that. I Literally, was, like you had me excited. A hundred. And then feet I reached. I re- and then I realized that it was in Bryant. Oh my god, dude! Let me tell you, it is absolutely amazing. 
So we're not going to get in politics, but I didn't realize that Benton County wasn't you guys' neck of the woods. That it was actually... Benton County is Northwest. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Because I like went, oh, shit, that's Aaron's neighbor. No, we're... So I might have told everybody on the Discord <laughs> that your guy was... That guy was your neighbor. Uh, kicked up on the desk and just yeah. chilling? Yeah. Nope, not mine. But nonetheless, Arkansas. Like, Arkansas. What? <laughs> just fucking... Man, come on now. Yeah. Uh, Fucking Arkansas. No. Yes. So he came out that he was from Arkansas, and I made the joke. The best part about Wednesday night was uh, you get into all the restaurants with no waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Say, I don't have a sense of humor. There you go. You and I are transplants. We're not from Arkansas. (laughs) Well, no, but listen, you support who you support. You do what you want to do. Holy shit, they just scored again. Holy shit. Um... I'm really sorry, Nigel. I apologize <laughs> for the rest of you because Nigel's respectful. I, I, the rest of the, and I, and, and for the record, um, <clears throat> there's some other Steeler fans who I love to death who are completely respectful Steeler fans. There's some gloating people up here who I'm kind of happy they're getting run Dude, over. Dude, let me tell you. I, I, of the things, I absolutely love working at a cigar shop. It's my favorite job. I love being a woodworker. I love working at a cigar shop. All the different personalities. Except and everything. On during days. except during football days and during like election times. Yeah. Those two times can kiss my ass. One of my favorite people on the entire planet is George Havanic, who mm-hmm. probably nobody who's listening to the podcast knows. But he was part of the fantasy football group. I met him up in Illinois and he's a Steelers fan. He's met he's met the commissioner, he met Roselle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, God, he's old school then, Roselle. Uh, right. He met, he has a picture with him, and he has, he's, he, he's met the Steelers guy, but he's like a, when I say he's a hardcore Steelers fan, we used to do the, the fantasy football draft at his house. Yeah. He has like eight recliners in his living room. They're all the Pittsburgh Steeler recliners. He has like eight gnomes, Pittsburgh Steeler gnomes. <laughs> he's got he's got all the fancy like Charlie Brown Pittsburgh Steelers stuff. He is he's full into that. Yeah. But George is the nicest guy in the world, and so when you see him, you don't. He's not gloating about it. Mm-hmm. He's respectful about it. You know all that. But there are some Steeler fans who are very much like Cowboy fans. Yeah, I mean, so. like a group of cowboy fans. Those are some of the cowboy fans are fun because they, 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 they're they're almost like Arkansas Razorback fans. They're like the whips. And I, and I think they you, forgot that they used to win the Super Bowl every other year. Yeah, and I think you know, like at a at a B and M, no matter where you are, yeah. you're going to get some ribbing and stuff like that. But but it's even more prevalent when you live in a state like we do, where we don't have right where there's a no team. home team. So you have a lot of just people have all different teams. Yeah. So it's fucking bloody war yeah. every Sunday. It was the first question that Red asked me when I when I came in and sat down. He goes, so so w- he asked me, where are you from? Uh-huh. So you must be a Bears fan. And yeah. I said, yeah. I am. Yeah. I mean, it's... We, we showed up well today. That, you, that you're nine de- points. You're <laughs> your defense held well for the first three quarters. Yeah. And then just... How did Mitch Trubisky do? I mean, he... <laughs> you think? Do you think Deshaun Watson would have made a difference? Uh, y- yes, but also too, I don't think you have the right weapons. And did our leading wide receiver get kicked out for punching a defensive back somewhere in the game? <laughs> At least that's but what they did. They phone. did get at it again today. Um, 
But what's weird, like, they showed the game on Nickelodeon. Sure, that's where they should. But, like, that's weird because it was interesting to see, like, they were doing, like, the, the fake CGI sliming and stuff like that. But they were breaking it down for kids to be, like, like, it was actually, I understand what they're doing. Like, it would have been a good but good time for Mo to watch the game because they were actually breaking it down easily for somebody who doesn't know the game. And I've tried to ex- explain football to Mo, and it's a lot harder than, like, you think it is because it just seems to become natural, and we know the rules. But, like, breaking it down to be like, oh, well, it's third down. You don't want to do this. You want to do this and such and such. But, like, they did it very well and easily because there was one time <laughs> when, like, Taysom Hill came out, and they're like, this kid's is the kid on the playground that can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Him. he's the kid that he's kid on the recess that can do anything. But I, I, I want to see more SpongeBob involved with football. So I want to see more SpongeBob period. Hopefully, hopefully that happens, but we'll, uh, we'll I guess see. we'll see. Maybe, yeah. may, maybe the chiefs game will be on Nickelodeon, which that would be, right. that'd be amazing because I mean, I, I grew up with Nickelodeon. That I was did. my era. I mean, yeah. salute your shorts, double dare. I mean, all that. That's, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, man. 90s. Like, I was born in the 80s, but I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. 90s kids were just, we had the best stuff. No. I mean, that's when, like, video games starting to become more popular. The the mall. I mean, we just had it. I guess the mall was more 80s. Yeah. I guess. Thank you. <laughs> you gave me that sign. <laughs> okay, how about arcades? Are, are arcades 80s or 90s? 80s. Really? You, they were dying by the time you guys... I mean, we, we had... Well, I guess because yeah, because, because home consoles became more yeah. popular. Did you spend a lot of time at arcades? Oh, 100%. Well, what was your game? So, I liked Galaga. Okay. And Defender and Defender 2. I wasn't as big an Asteroids fan, but um, I liked those games. I... Um, I remember when King's Quest came out. You remember that? Oh, I the, remember King's uh, Quest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, I remember the sports games. Um, I remember when the first two player games came out. I'm, I mean, listen, I, I remember where it was in the mall. It was like this little corner thing and you'd go in there. And do, you remember, I, do you remember the name of the place? I don't. Because I had an Aladdin's castle. That's what I had. It might've been right. That might've been right. Yeah. It might, and it, it was just, but you went in and, you know, I remember when I was in high school. So that's, you know, I graduated from high school in 84. So we're talking the early 80s. We would go over to a lunch because we had an open campus right up until there was an incident. Um, but that was when my sister was there, not when I was there, because we were well-behaved motherfuckers. And um, and so we would go over at Well-behaved motherfuckers. So that's that's right. an oxymoron if I've ever right. heard one. But we'd go over to Avani's, which had just these great sandwiches, but you go over and we'd play defender. You know, that sounds like a sandwich place. So they, and it was an Italian place and they had these long Italian breads and they'd slice them and then they'd put pepperoni and they'd put marinara sauce and they'd put cheese in there and then they'd bake them. Mm. Um, and they called it pizza bread, surprisingly enough. Um, but <laughs> that aside, they had uh, several games. They, they had a row of defender twos and we'd go play defender. Yeah. I love going to the arcade. That was so growing up, I had uh, a, a miniature golf park that was directly across, across the street from me, not too far away, called Coolcrest. But they had a big arcade section. And my older brother, he was, let's see, he's 13 years older than me. Wow. So we would walk to there. Go play mini golf? 
Oh, no, we'd go play, like, he'd go whoop my ass in Mortal Kombat. What was your favorite? So, more, see, more Kambat. So, just... I never I never liked, I, did, I, I, I was horrible at those games. I, fighting games, I was just god-awful at. But the Ninja Turtle game and the Simpsons, Simpsons game, I love those. See, those are a generation past me. Yeah. So, we were, Galaga was the big one. Um, mm-hmm. If you were, like, and obviously Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man, those were all generational for me. Yeah. So, what so were your that was that your favorite game? What was your favorite game? Um, so my favorite, I love the motorcycle games where you actually like rode on the motorcycle. Okay, you know, like, those were those were my. Games. You ever play? I mean, obviously, Dave and Buster's originally from Arkansas. You ever played the ones where they have the NASCAR ones? Like yeah, they have yeah, at the yeah, yeah. I, I, Gander Mountains. Any racing game stuff, I've always loved. I love the ones where you games. get strapped into the cars uh-huh. and you like those are cool. But mine was. Um, was Defender. So there's a there's a place in Little Rock that you would really like then. It's a old arcade where you go and you pay like 10 bucks to get in and they have like 300 arcade games like from the old school like Pac-Man, original Mario all the way up to like kind of now age but they specialize in the older style like the 80, pinball and, machines. Oh, they have a wall of pinball machines. So I remember um it, and so there, there's a pizza place that used to be where, um, and I don't think it's in business anymore, but it's called Garcia's Pizza, and they had great pizza. But you'd go, and they had a downstairs, and they had a whole wall of mm-hmm. the pinball, and we'd just stand down there and play like hoodlums. See, mine was for like, the record, we were. We, we, I mean, growing up, we went to Branson a lot and the Lake of the Ozarks because we had a, a lake house down there, and there was one little alley in Branson that was Ski Ball Alley. So it was just... A hundred feet of just skee ball machines. I grew up playing skee ball. I love skee ball. So you and Paula, because Paula likes skee ball. She she actually talks shit about skee ball to me. And then <laughs> so when we we go out on on we go out to our timeshare in Phoenix, on Scottsdale, and so there's a Dave and Buster's out there, and they have really nice skee balls. They machines at Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, like the dilapidated ones. They have really nice. Yeah, ones. real nice ones. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we put an end to the shit talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I, uh, so Mo has got me into backgammon. Like she's a really oh, good. Oh, she she likes playing backgammon. She loves playing backgammon. Okay. My dad tried teach me when I was younger. I can never really understand. He loved playing backgammon because sure. him and his best friend growing up, all the way until like when I was born, they would go to Denny's every Friday night and play until like two or three in the morning. Sure. In the corner. So whenever he found out that she plays, they played during Christmas and like they both were, they both won a couple games and everything like that. So I was like, all right, I want to, I want to do this too. So I got a, I, I got us a backgammon board from Amazon, had it shipped here and I showed her, I was like, Hey, look what I got us for. She was like, Oh my God, that's so awesome. So we took it up to Conway yesterday and we played and I won one game, very first game. I was like, Oh yeah, I got this shit. I got cocky as fuck. I then got my ass handed to me seven games in a row. Yeah. So yeah, we used to play yeah. backgammon. Um, and actually, a guy I worked with up in Springfield, they he played in backgammon tournaments. Really, it was fun. Like that, for, like was, money. I mean, that was like I enjoyed just sitting there with her specifically, but like having a cigar, playing backgammon. Like I've never done that before. Yeah, and it was just a nice. Are little, you a board game guy at all? I like board games a lot. Like honestly, one of the things that I wish that I could find, because I I'm in that weird, the Venn diagram of Aaron is very weird. It's <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's the like even growing up in high school, I was the skater, but I was also the jock, which those don't 
intertwine a lot. Right. Now I'm the metal guy, but into cigars. Those don't interlock that much, but a little bit more. I want to, I've never played it, but I want to, I want to do a full D and D game. That's something I've always wanted to do. I've never got a chance to do, but I want to find like a group that is cigar guys playing D and D because I feel like I would just absolutely love that. I've, <coughs> so, I've never found it. So we used to play cribbage as a kid. My dad was a big cribbage player, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just a different game. And we've, I've spent my entire life playing board games and, all that stuff we used to play, um, risk and all that, st- you know, the, all the the world domination games. Mm-hmm. So my buddy, my my first buddy Aaron, Aaron the first, you're Aaron the second. <laughs> I'm junior. Um, you're you're junior, and and Mark, uh, otherwise known as Hob, and a bunch of us would go over to somebody's house and we would just play these games all the time, like mm-hmm. the you know the world domination games yeah. or whatever, and we would just play that and we'd smoke a cigar and we'd drink beer and, and after golf league. Yeah. Right. Um, and we do that our, our on Friday nights. And so uh, I've always enjoyed that um, sort of, and we'd always play these weird one-off games and whatever. Um, so yeah, the fun part now I D and D is something I've never been into. I, I had a friend early in high school, try to suck me into it, but I just never quite, mm-hmm. quite got going on that. Yeah. See, I mean, I, I feel like I would really enjoy it and be, I don't know if you can be good at it. I don't know how the rules play, but I was a theater kid. I, yeah, you I, might be good at it. I just feel like I'm. So Pablo and I were talking about, we, so the funny part was we were talking about video games on the Discord the other night. And we were talking about all the different games mm-hmm. that we remembered. And so they were, Kevin and them were talking about, you know, Playstations and all that stuff. And so Pablo and I were talking about our early gaming experience. So, you know, obviously the arcade was part of that, but but I also remember, like I, I had an Apple IIe, so I remember mm-hmm. Bird versus Jordan, the game, yeah. and I remember Zork 1, 2, and 3, which was like... I remember Zork, yeah. Yeah, all those early uh, adventure like games. DOS games. DOS games, yeah. right, 100%. You know, yeah, you're... You know, you have malaria and all that stuff and all that. <laughs> you, died of, you died of dysteria. <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. And so, we, you know, it just was, a, you know, the funny part was each generation has a different. And, um, you know, now the, the games are a lot different. Um, and so I just, it was funny. Pablo and I were catching, just we had that same common experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just we were we were laughing about all the games we had in common so you would have been in college in the late 80s yeah middle middle 80s to late so 80s i you, graduated in 87 so did you have like the the original nintendo oh sure oh yeah okay so i didn't know if you ever had like your own console or... oh sure okay well and paul and i when i got out of college we had the, the n64 and we had oh, oh really? we, we do have that i had an xbox I just quit playing games at some point because, to be honest with you, I didn't have the time for that. When I know I've talked to other people who still are older and mm-hmm. still were playing games, I, you know, you know, I play games on my phone. Yeah, but, you play, you play, yeah. but I for distraction, mm-hmm. like in and 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 just in times when I'm casual. So, um, uh, and not first person shooters, although I did that for a while. See, but. like I I play, I I mean I have. All the consoles, but the ones I like are like, I love the Tony Hawk series. I like a lot more of the simulator, like the racing simulator and stuff. Mo loves the first person shooters in that style. So she's definitely the more the gamer of the group than I am. So I remember when Battlefield first came out that we used to take our, our, our computers 
to like do land parties. I remember oh, that. Oh God, I remember so good land parties. Aaron the first used is a network guy, is a computer guy, is, is actually now pretty high up. But he used to, he was he would him and I would go to like Peoria and all those places. But he was well liked at those parties. It was a lot of IT guys, but mm-hmm. he he had the ability, and he had a bunch of cord where we could he could make land cables and stuff, yeah. and he had routers and stuff, so we could do all that stuff. Yeah, my very my my first bachelor party back in '03 was a land party. It was we had like twelve guys playing leisure shoot Larry. No, <laughs> no, we played uh, the original Halo. So we had remember like, the original. We had Halo. like seventeen. We, I mean, everybody probably statute of limitations on this, but we used to play the original Halo on. Um, and what was the one before Halo? I mean, that was the one that really set the bar. But there for was Microsoft. one. That, I agree, but there was one that was a network game like Halo. That I mean, was a network. maybe the original Call of Duty. No, it was actually a step before that. We used to play it on the network at Franklin which was the insurance company that now Paula still works for, but it's mm-hmm. now been bought about four times. We used to play it on the networks in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> because they had the fastest internet at the time. Oh, sure. You know. Oh, and all the hardware and all the backbone. Yeah. 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 Oh, sure. But like, I remember like, like everybody. Would, uh, I mean, it, we weren't on the internet. We were just on the network. Yeah. Well, everybody had to bring their tube TVs over to somebody's house. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, lugging around a 32 inch tube TV. Yeah. I mean, it takes two people. It's not like you can do it by yourself, but now it's like, we just got a brand new TV up in Conway that's 85 inch. It's still like, it takes two people to, to move and mount that damn thing. But like, man, I miss old school land parties. That was just, it was a, fun. Yeah, it was fun. Although, uh, you know, yeah. Now we do that over the internet with, with mics and all that stuff. I get, yeah. I mean, I get, honestly, that's what it is. Like those have turned into online stuff, but. You so you just, don't have to pick your shit up. Remember when they used to have the, the carry kind of, case? I mean, yeah, it kind of looked like our our, our but it had like the mount. The TV was in the mount or in the yeah. in the lid. Yeah, it was fancy. Yeah, and hell, you were I, the king. Hell, I remember down the uh, the uh, Riverdale Ten Theater down here they on Friday nights. They used to do Halo nights, so you would go and you'd play in Halo tournaments on a movie screen. I mean, and it was wow. just it was wow. ridiculous. I did a couple tournaments like that. Like I thought I was good until you get in a tournament and you're like, wow, I am dog shit. Yeah. Like I suck. Yeah. All those pro league things. And I, listen, I, you know, entertainment's entertainment. I'm not going to judge. No. Yeah. I, so I use it as an escape. I use, I, it's not a money-making platform. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like this show, you know, it's yeah, exactly, it's not monetized. We do it for the fun. Exactly. I'm enjoying this cigar. It, just re- to, it really is really nice. It's, it's really nice. It's, it, it's, like it's, so what's the makeup of this cigar? So it's a San Andreas wrapper, Nicarag- Nicaraguan binder filler. Um, and we're smoking the Toro. Uh, it comes in a Robusto and a Toro. Um, the, AJ did blend this. Um, but it is very, I mean, it is a strong cigar. There's yeah. no, you know, messing about. Um, it is a good end of the smoke. Um is this your first one today? Have you had, any, had anything else? I had about a third of a cigar uh, earlier. I've been busy today, so this is my real first cigar. Yeah, I had something else today. I forget what I had, um, but uh, this is definitely the. Oh, well, I had the um, um, the LE, the back to back LE twenty nineteen. Nice. So this is the exact opposite totally, of, of totally that opposite. cigar. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a, it it's I'm really. When we first brought, when I saw that we had Onyx in, I kind of was a little like, uh, I don't know, because knowing that this is the only cigar I've ever put down, 
But I'm glad I picked it back up. But also, I mean, you got to think, 17 years ago, no telling what my palate was like. There's also a lot of strong cigar smokers in this shop. There, there, yeah, there is. But I'm just saying for me personally, like, yeah. like what you smoke now, is that what you like smoking in 03, 04? No. I mean, I know you. they say like our, our tastes change every seven years. I don't know if it does or that's just a bunch of bullshit. But I know what I smoke then to what I smoke now is totally different. Like I used to buy CAO Eileen's Dream by the box, uh, Havana Honey. You seem like box. a Havana Honey kind of guy. <laughs> so that's why, I mean, I won't, I won't dog shit people who smoke acid. I won't, I mean, because that's, I, I cut my teeth on flavored and infused cigars. Sure. No, 100%. Um, smoke what you like. That's, yeah, it's that, ridiculous. That's the main thing. Life's but, too short to not smoke what you want. Yeah, but my, but my, taste is totally different than what it was then. So what was yours like? So I started with the, uh, with really light and for a while it was pretty light medium for a while, but by, by the early two thousands, it mm-hmm. was, it was pretty full. What, a uh, what cigar do you think kind of did it for you? Um, the edges, um, and the Haban uh, are the, uh, it was the edges. edges. Uh, yeah. See, mine would be the, uh, the CAO Brazil line. That is the one that like, wow, this is, that got me on to the, yeah. the stronger side. And then like I talked about last week was when Nate showed me the Jericho Hill that got me on to yeah. the Nicaraguan side. So those two cigars there is why I love strong peppery cigars now. Well, I mean, you, you got to think about it. You know, early 2000s, Rocky Patel was the, was the world. Yeah, and this was before he changed the blend. This is back when this is back when I liked Rocky. Yeah, yep. He was he was in charge of the world mm-hmm. back then. So yep. So when you are hearing this, we sh- will probably be getting ready to meet with Bear and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris will be preparing to leave Phoenix. So um, hopefully, all of that will go as planned, mm-hmm. and we're we're looking forward to that. And. Uh, We'll probably have some more meetups through the year, hopefully one at Vegas, but we'll see how that goes. That'll be harder to... Yeah. And I know we have a bunch of our friends and followers down in uh, Texas, and Texas is so big. There's plenty of shops, but there's a a few in particular that I like and I go to and where people are centrally located. Um, You know, we got Memphis. That's just our neighbor. Um, it's a great city as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that there is soccer this year so we can yep. go see. The Rangers are stepping up and I'm yeah. excited. And I, th- yeah. I think one of the things you talked about was getting uh, some folks on from mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. they have actually stepped up in class mm-hmm. in their, in the division they're in. Yep. And um, they should be announcing their, their, their lineups, their lineup soon. and yeah. their schedule. Um, and that should be fun. And yeah. we're, we're both big Rangers fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's to seeing where the Rangers started, I guess, yeah. four years ago. I mean, the very first game we went to their first, not their first game, but the first year that they played and yep. there was maybe 50, 60 yeah. people there as opposed to like one of the last times we went and there was a couple thousand people there. Yeah. Playoff game was awesome. I mean, it was so much fun and it's just, yeah, yeah, just here. And like, we have our own songs and our chants and everything. I mean, there's next to live concerts, live sporting events 
is hard to match. Yep, I but, agree. But specifically soccer games because it's it's soccer fans are cut from a different cord. We are proud of our soccer teams, yep. no matter who you follow. Like, I mean, you and I, we're both United fans, but yep. we have our MLS, our own MLS teams. You're fire. I'm yep. sporting. Yep. My brother is Tottenham, you know, but he's a sporting fan with me as well. But we have the Rangers here yep. where, you know, it's like we have Ranger scarves and yep. I mean, we have the, the support local soccer on the humidor door here. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm hopeful. The Rangers stepping up in class is a big deal big, for the Little big Rock. Big deal, yeah. Yep. Because it's, that's only, they're what, two or three down from, I guess they're considered pro, but yeah. they're not MLS pro, which yeah. still soccer. They're the lowest is, level of pro, is my understanding. Is it the, lo- the lowest, lowest or second lowest? I thought they were the lowest. Because I think last year was the lowest, because they still played in the Gold Cup last year. Yeah, they did. So maybe this. So this is the second lowest. Yeah, but But, it's a step up, and it's mm -hmm. a big deal, and we're fired up for them. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of them, and congratulations to them. Uh, And we're we're looking forward to having the gentleman on Mm -hmm. from both the the organization as well as the head of the Red Watch, which is their supporter union. Yeah, yeah, so I'm a member of the Red Watch, and he's the I think I believe he's the president of the Red Watch. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely have those guys on. We'll have soccer only show. Um, but he's a scar smoker uh-huh. and a local guy, and we're fired up about that. So we've got a bunch of shows planned. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll have a show with Nigel to discuss what happened to his Steelers. Oh, man, this is this is um, brutal. It, interesting. I, the, the, interesting. The word you're looking for is brutal. Well, I don't want to be too hard on him. Because Bru- I, no, I, brutal. We probably have Steelers fans listening to us, and I don't want to like lose. The, they're going to agree with I you on this. I don't want to lose listeners. They're probably not happy. They're not happy. Um, but I will say specifically for our Little Rock Steelers brethren, um, they're annoying. <laughs> Some of them are. Some of them are great people. No. People-wise, they are great people. Hell, one of them officiated our wedding. I know. But. Scully is awesome. But if this holds up, I will be sending a picture of me in front of the screen to yeah. him. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if this is the fucking Browns team that I have to play next week, like, that's going to be a. But do you think, just for a second, just debating uh, political or, or not political, quarterback sort of uh, role models. Uh-huh. Is Baker Mayfield the new Jay Cutler? That sort of douchebag, sort of. <laughs> sort okay, of so Jay Cutler was your quarterback for years. Yeah, hated him. So you didn't like him. Did you like him as a player? Or did I you... did not. So when he came to Chicago, I was excited because he was diabetic. I thought that he, was... he came from Denver, correct? Denver. Yeah. I didn't like him in Denver because I think he's a punk. I think he's, he's like a... He's like when you have a hockey fight between the two goalies. He's like you go, you're, you're, get, get off the field and let the big boys fight. Um, the greatest hockey fight I ever saw was in Little Rock, really? and it was two goalies. Who no? So whoever our arch rival was, I don't remember who it was. Conway. But like the, <laughs> but like at the drop of the puck, all players on the ice started fighting each other, and you just had the two goalies just arms resting on the goalie. On the uh, on the goal, and then like our guy kind of like got the attention of their goalie and just kind of gave, gave a heads up like, "You want to go?" And the other guy was like, "Okay," <laughs> and so they kind of just like lumbered out into middle ice, Jeez. and then just like <laughs> like slapped around a little bit. But it was just that was so funny seeing all however many people five is there wow. five on each 
side of the ice? <clears throat> there are um, there are six, including six. the goalies. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so just seeing all players <laughs> do that, yeah. it was just like, wow, I've never it's seen. Like the Hanson brothers. Have you ever? Here's another question: because you went, you've gone to way more hockey games than I have. Yes, you, that's you, true. You grew up in a hockey town. I grew up in a hockey town. Have you ever got a chance to throw your hat onto yeah. the ice? I've seen hat tricks. I've never thrown my hat. I've had a chance to throw my hat. See, that's the thing. So like, I had a friend who there was a hat trick. Dennis Savard had a hat trick. He had a beloved autographed hat. Mm -hmm. And Dennis Savard scored one of the greatest hat tricks of all time. And he threw that hat on the ice. Now, you can get your hat back, supposedly, and he, but he was unable to. And he tells that story in such a forlorn way, like it was a lost <laughs> girlfriend. Um, but he, he said, I was obligated to throw my hat. And yeah. I said, no, you're not obligated to throw your hat. He said, but it was the greatest hat trick he ever saw. And I actually saw it on the TV at the time. Um, but yes. I said the the greatest. I shouldn't say the greatest thing, but the the weirdest fight I ever saw was the Junior Blues. So I we were seeing it. We used to go see the Junior Blues, which was a junior level hockey team, which was a really good hockey team. We used to sit down by the Lining Kugel tent <laughs> in the corner, and so we would drink Lineys all night and we watched. And it was a really good hockey level. It was there were good players. They were juniors that were going to go into pro hockey. Um, and one night, uh, a guy from Sioux City ran a, a kid from the Junior Blues into the corner of the bench. Ooh. So the ice and then the bench. And so the glass is there, and it's a 90-degree it's a angle. Yeah. Just carved the kid open. Uh. was bleeding everywhere, just everywhere. It was one of the most horrific injuries I've ever seen live uh, at, a, at a sporting event. And, uh, and he's bleeding and the kid um, is going to get a five-minute major and objected because yeah. that you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, it was it was completely inappropriate. And um, the kid is over there bleeding and checking his face and all those things, and they start to escort the kid off who did it. And the kid gets about uh, a third of the way or halfway off the ice, and the kid who's bleeding realizes the offender is getting off mm -hmm. without do, without repercussions, the and the kid who's bleeding just breaks free and starts shredding after this kid. And you've never seen the kid who is being chased. It, it just, you've never seen anybody <laughs> skate as fast as that kid is to get off the ice and slam the door and like get behind everybody. Cause you, you know, the one kid's just bleeding profusely mm -hmm. and, and it was just, it was scary. Um, the kid was okay. It was just a, it was, it was just a major gash, you know, on his forehead, which for the record bleeds a lot, but it was it was funny because the kid looked up and saw the kid leaving and thought, "I'm not letting that kid get off." This. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I mean, I I wear a hat literally every day of my life. Yeah, but I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. Like, if I ever went to a hockey game and I saw a hat trick, yeah. would I throw my hat? Because I I'm a hat collector. I love my hats. I would probably would because you don't have to. Because well, I I know I don't have to, but I feel like I probably would. Because I know, like a lot of teams, give the hats to charities and yeah. give them to like the hospital, kids' hospital, and stuff like that. So I would do that, but I just I don't think I'll ever get a chance to see a hat trick. Hat trick's really rare. I um, I think I've probably seen two or three live, and I've never seen. So a hat trick is actually supposed to be three goals in a row by the same player, with no goals in between. And so it's supposed to be, it's not like in, in, in progression in progression. Okay. So it's not in, so, um, uh, you know, and so some people are purists about that and sort of that thing. But, um, 
I still, uh, my buddy from Chicago tells that story and he goes, and that it was like autographed by like, like somebody <laughs> who was on the, on the Hawks and it was like his beloved prize possession. And he tried to get it back and couldn't get it back. But, uh, so I don't, yeah, I've never really seen, I've seen the, uh, I've seen we, a cycle hit. Oh, no, I've never seen a cycle. I've seen this. a cycle hit. That we was, almost did one, one night at the, uh, oh, Travis, yeah. Travis game. Um, I, I would I think love, he was a double away. I would love to see um, a perfect game. I've seen a no hitter, but I've never seen a perfect game. You've never seen either one of those. Um, I the 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 no hitter I saw, it got it got broke up in the eighth, I believe. Like the last, it was the the last of the eighth. So it would be cool. It would have been close to seeing. Um, you know, perfect, but... Uh, so I, I saw Mark McGuire and the third baseman for the uh, the uh, Diamondbacks go nuts with home runs one night. And I did see Mark McGuire hit the, his 60-second home run. No, 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 no. I'm going to call you out on that. I didn't see it. I was there. Okay. I, I don't know if anybody's, if you've ever told the story out, but you've told me a few times. So Yes. So during the year of 98, when Sosa and McGuire... Yep. We used going to go out, down and sit in the bleachers, right so, field, because yeah. left field sucks. So so the, the home run that sent McGuire over the top, what were you doing? I was looking down. But for the record, I wasn't checking my phone, because we didn't do that. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody, had, nobody carried their brick phone into the... Into right. The, the but I looked... Well, for the record, um, he hit a line drive home run out of the park. But I looked down and looked up, and it was it had left the park by the time I I couldn't I never saw it, <laughs> but I did see all the rest. I love that story. <laughs> For the, and the strange part is, um, so like, like you knew the last like, game of the year, like I was you knew he was up to do that. Oh Nobody no! But I just phones. looked down and looked up, and it was just. Are you checking to make sure it's still there? I, I, mean, was, I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't see it, <laughs> and so um, uh, yeah, because because uh, people always claim that I'm checking my phone. Yeah. But you didn't have that excuse in 98. Did, no, 97, I, 98. What, I forget. Yeah, it was 98. So, um, but yes. See, I, I can I tell you it. where I was during that. Well, the funny part is the, the last game of the season when he hit 70, mm-hmm. I was down that day. We were working at a work event where I was helping people uh, install software, uh, uh, insurance agents install software on their machines. And I was driving back home from St. Louis to Springfield. And I was driving past the stadium when he hit 70 because the fireworks went off and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and so I knew before I could hear it on the radio, like by half a second, because the fireworks went off uh-huh. and I went, and then they go, oh, it's, you know, and you're just going, there you go. <laughs> so you, whenever you moved here, when Dickie Stevens was already built, correct? Yes. So you were I was down here for three summers when the previous stadium was downtown. So Ray Winder was downtown. Yeah. So Ray Winder, if you're not familiar with Little Rock, Ray Winder bumps up right to a major highway. Yeah, to 630. To 630. I was going to a concert one night, um, and a ball hits my Bronco from Ray Winder Field. Scared the ever living piss. Was out it of me. in play home run or was it no, like a so batting it, practice? It, no, it would have been a uh, for it to for it to hit that. Um, it was either a foul ball or a home run. I forget how the how the stadium was set up, so I think yeah. it might have been a home run. Um, but it scared the bejesus out of me. So that had been the Cardinals when they were the Cardinals. Uh, would have been when they were Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I remember as a kid, the Double A team. Weirdest thing I ever saw. There was uh, they came out. Play at the plate. They came out and argued it, 
And then the umpire overturned the call. Really? I remember distinctly as a kid. It's the only time I've ever seen somebody come argue a call and the call get changed. So we, uh, growing up in Kansas City, my parents were in a band um, called the Declaration of Independence. And oh. I know, so bad. <clears throat> the uh, the director of, so it was like a choir band. Like, oh, not, I, not like a like a jazz band, like what they grew up with or what they are. It was a different type of band. But the director for a while had um, George Brett's pine tar bat. Yeah. It was over his mantle. That's pretty badass. Yeah. So I got to see George Brett's pine tar bat. He was a crazy motherfucker. That Dude. guy was unhinged. Have you ever heard his shitting the pants story? No. Oh, that's the story you got to listen to. Okay. Like, I can't tell it to you. You have to hear it come okay. from George himself. George himself. But yeah, he, he was, I grew up with like some really good athletes in KC, even though we were kind of not very good at the time. George I mean, Brett. And uh, Bo Jackson. I mean, I saw, I saw Bo um, run the wall. Still to this day, the greatest play in sports that I, that I have ever seen. You were live there? Yeah, I was alive during during. No, you were at the stadium when that happened. When what the pine? Tar when he ran the wall. Oh, I mean, so not the one that you've seen on TV, but he did it a few other times. Okay, so, so you when saw he, him do so that, I, live. I saw him do that live. But the greatest play I've ever seen to this day, um, this was early '90s, so I was probably eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there. Um, we were playing the Twins, and we were sitting third base side because that's where we always sat, third base, and. Kirby Puckett, um, a line drive, like a screamer to Kirby Puckett. One of our guys was on second. I mean, the second the ball was hit, second baseman took off. Rounding third, Kirby got the ball at the wall. He threw from the warning track to home plate without hitting the ground, got our guy out. And wow. everybody was like, Kirby Puckett. everybody around me was like clapping like, wow, that was good. And I'm like, I don't understand because why are people cheering for now, an and then like my dad had to like tell me like that you don't see that. Yeah, you just respect the effort. Yeah, I was there the night that Ozzy Smith and Skates Lonnie Smith dove over each other. Oh, and under each other when Ozzy went out and yeah. caught, and and I was there that night. So you got to see Ozzy flip a few times. I got to see Ozzy flip a few uh. times, but I remember that night because the whole crowd gasped because you were sure they were going to kill each other. Oh yeah. Ozzy was, <clears throat> Ozzy made, I, I still remember him making several of those type of plays where you just went, oh, okay, there you uh -huh. go. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen a few cool sporting stuff, but not a, not enough, but I'm also, you know, a little bit younger than you too. Yeah. And That's also true. I spent the, the years when I could go to sporting events at my, the whim live in Arkansas where we don't have that. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I tell you what, and thinking about what, was looking forward to Paul and I were talking about whether we were going to go to concerts this year and when those were going to fire back up. Um, and certainly looking forward to if that does go mm -hmm. to concerts this year, but I'm looking forward to going uh, to uh, Trav's, Trav's games yes. this year. Oh, I'm, we've got some making up to do on Trav games because we do. I mean, la I think last year was the first year since I've lived here that I have not gone to one Trav's game. Yep. You got to think like every Tuesday night, every Tuesday home game night, we would have a West End meetup yep. down there and just smoke cigars. Like, we would always have a rep come with us. Hell, AJ, before AJ was even our rep, 
would come bring a box of archetype cigars yep. and we'd just be smoking cigars down there. And yep. Man, I miss AJ. Yeah. Up in the Northwest now. Up in Pacific Northwest now, up in uh, Washington. Yeah, good for him. Is it Washington? Or Yeah, I think that's where he was at. I couldn't remember that or Oregon. Yeah, he's such a good guy. Okay. Um, we, we've we been, Weston has been blessed with some awesome reps. Yep, that's true. I mean, yeah. even that Steve guy. That Ashton rep, he's a dick. <laughs> that, Ashton, <laughs> that Ashton guy. So, who won the uh, Traeger? Rhino. Nice. Yes. He'll he'll make good use of that. So it's funny. He won't do cheese dip. <laughs> well, it's funny because he lives in my old apartment complex. I know. And you can't have grills like that. But he has a garage, so maybe he'll use that. Cool. But, maybe uh, you could uh, but the, put like, it in your yard and then you come over. <laughs> but like Brandon, I, Brandon already offered to buy it from him. Did he? So, yeah. Yeah, he won that. And uh, I forget who won the other big thing. The Weber? The Weber. Um yeah, but it was uh, that Weber thing was badass with the grill, the, the, the Drew Estate grill. The, yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge cut out on it. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Was, it was sweet. So I think we have three questions I'd like to hear from our um, our followers, listeners, our our family. Um, the first is, what is your favorite arcade game? Not your Ooh. console game, yeah. but your favorite uh, arcade game. Yep. Okay. Um, What's your most memorable sporting event that yes. you've ever gone to? I'd love to hear that. And what was the other one we were talking to when we were talking about uh, um, arcade? Probably what's your favorite console game? That's not it. No. We'll just go with those two yeah, questions. Those That's two. Those two. Um, I know we've talked to uh, – Mark was talking about coming down here in a couple of weeks. Maybe he can come down – this weekend, if you can't, mm-hmm. um, when he comes down, we'll definitely do a, a hookup and, and and sit down. I'd really like to spend some time smoking a cigar with him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, uh, and uh, a little uh, in-person uh, meetup. Um, looking forward to doing that more this year mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And yeah, now that we're, you know, we're we're hopefully rounding the curve on, on everything. So yeah. be able to do this, you know. Because still we're, you know, we're still limited capacity. We can only have X amount of people. So like even like, you know, to, to date it, tomorrow is the national championship game. And it's, you know, normally we have this place packed out yeah. and, you know, we can only have, you know, 17 people up here. Yeah, and I'm going to watch it in my garage. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go up to Conway and watch it up there. But it's 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 those little things that I've missed more than anything. So I'm, I'm ready when we can get just, you know, 40 people up in here and just get it loud because, you know, if by some chance that, you know, the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl again, you know, I, a lot of people saw me man cry <laughs> during that game. And I want, I, you did. I want to, I want people to experience that again. I anticipate, um, anticipate probably a different Super Bowl this year. Um, I'm still going, um, Chiefs Packers. Oh, you're picking the two number one. You tick picking chalk, huh? The one, I'm I'm picking chalk. Uh, the team that worries me is Buffalo. I'm picking. Um, I'm Buffalo is looking. Buffalo good. is really good. Um, I am not picking either one of those teams. I'm picking the field. Picking the field. You, so you're going like Ravens Saints or Ravens uh, Bucks? Uh, I'm not picking the Bucks. Um, L A. I don't know. I mean, I don't you're, know kind of out of, you're kind of out of teams. No, I'm not. 
you have the you got the Viking not Vikings. I'm sorry. I'm picking the uh, I'm picking the uh, Detroit Lions versus <laughs> <We're in> Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville already won their Super Bowl because they're about to they're about to have uh, Trevor, Trevor, and it looks like they're going to get Urban as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I was excited to see that um, <laughs> in the post-game loss after the Ohio State game, somebody criticized Trevor's mustache. Oh, my. Oh, we, oh, she got caught on the hot mic. That's the thing about, you know, broadcasting. The mic is always hot. And uh, she was like, he needs to shave that shit off his face. And I will say, she was 100% correct. That was a grade A pedo stash. I mean, that looks like the the mustache that my middle brother can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's embarrassing to that's like, embarrassing to, to get like I mean the the one time I've been busted is because your my, brother my mic my mic wasn't hot but somebody else's was and I said what I said, but I didn't say anything bad. I just cussed on a Christian radio station. That motherfucker right there. <laughs> No, I said, fuck. Right. So I, Jeff and I were up here, Jeff, um, Jeff, and I, I gave the uh, Discord greeting. <laughs> he did say that you were ripe. You were on one that night. Uh, I was not, uh, for the record. And I gave him the Discord greeting. What's you up, know what the Discord greeting is, right? What's up, when somebody comes on. What's up, motherfuckers? Nope. What? That motherfucker right there, which oh. is a sign of endearment yeah. on the Discord, <laughs> saying that's my brother. Yeah, but it's said it comes out like hey. that motherfucker right there. Hey, we got two now. That could be my sister too. That's right. We got. Yep. Well, we got two now. My right? Secret Santa, the person who I gave my mm-hmm. gift to, was mm-hmm. uh, was Lonnie in Guam, mm-hmm. who I gave uh, to the F Fox sampler to, and she goes, "You must know that I'm bougie," and I said. <laughs> I do actually, <laughs> and uh, and so and I, I love her to death. She's new cigar smoker. I, uh-huh. I tell you, one of my favorite things about Discord is we get these new folks on, and they they're new to cigars and mm-hmm. they're they're learning. And you see their excitement to try new stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like a grizzled old veteran, right? Because <laughs> I've been smoking for a long time. Yeah, oh, twenty seven yeah. no, years. No, and I, yeah. And so you go, yeah, it's a new cigar, whatever. You know, I'm excited about it. It's new. I'm going to try it. But she's like, have you tried the uh, whatever it is? And Mm -hmm. you go, yeah, it's nice. It's really, I really like it. And she's like, it's amazing, right? And she's like all that joy of finding out new stuff. And she's excited. And I went to the B&M and they had this and they had that and they had this. And she, that's, um, I forgot. It's been so long. Um, But that new cigar smoker excitement. There's several coaches Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not. Uh, but he's he's excited with new stuff, and so he he's been smoking for like six eight months. I mean, what a perfect time to become a cigar smoker. Oh, this twenty twenty was, and and uh, Ryan Reynolds has the perfect commercial for twenty twenty. I don't know if you've seen it, the YouTube commercial uh, with Satan. Yeah, oh the the Match dot com one, <laughs> the Match dot com yeah, one. Yeah, in twenty twenty, and uh, standing the selfie in front of the dumpster fire. Uh-huh. But for cigars, it was not. No, I mean, we, I mean, hell, even here at our shop, I mean, we saw a lot new, a lot of new faces come in because they were stuck at home and their boss or their friend or their neighbor smoked cigars and they got into it. And like you saw them kind of like just dip their toe in. I had one guy, you know, specifically 
bought like a, a, a classic Monty and like a Perdomo, you know, something light, mild, everything like that. The very next week he comes in, he's buying the Savoy desktop humidor, yeah. the Bovida pack, you know, filling up with like, he's like filled up with 20 different cigars. I'm like, are you, are you giving me free reign to pick out your, your cigars? Because I will do that 100%. Yeah. And it, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I've, I've I, that has been one well, of the all the new cigars this oh, year. God, it's been, yeah. it's been cool. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been 2020 is over with. It's done with. I never want to fucking talk about it again, but yeah. that has been, that's the, been the plus. The, the plus is so much new stuff. And I wish I could like kind of forget the memory of cigars. It's kind of like, so you could re experience them. Yeah, it's it's kind of like hearing your favorite band again or re or finding your band because like I've, Bayside and Dance Gavin Dance are my two favorite bands. And they both have a pretty big discography, you know, about 10 albums each. Like, I would love to be that new person who's never heard of them before. And then like, oh, wow, I can listen to them all the way back to yeah. 20 years ago and just get that that new, sensation, new and that feeling. Yeah. And like, I... I was I was talking to somebody about new uh, about being a concert and 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 uh, and we were talking about post Vegas, but I was talking about that 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 moment where post Vegas I remembered why I love live concerts so mm-hmm. much and just that moment where and I remember it in St. Louis <clears throat> in that first show of Eric Church reminding myself in the middle of a crowd of people why I love being in a crowd of people listening to live music mm-hmm. and everybody you know, having that cool jam, right? It's, it's everybody like being where they want to be. And it's one body. It's one body. And yeah. we're all, we all just, it's that, that communal vibe that yeah. I love. Yeah. And, 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 and I, there's a meme out on, on the internet that I see almost daily that says, um, my favorite part of the concert is when I realize that about halfway through the show that I'm happy and that I remind myself <laughs> that, this is what Mark Happy is like. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm right there with you. So speaking of music, we haven't yeah. we haven't done our music for a while because we need to close this one out. We and then clo- we're going to do two listeners after that, and then we're going to talk about what we're going to do for music for 2021, mm-hmm. the year so, of the stick. The year, the year of the stick. So what are you giving me? So you're still on the is it Southern Rock? Yep. And I'm going to give you a new one. So I've I've flipped around. So okay. the last one I gave you was Molly Hatchet, mm-hmm. um, which was an old school. Southern rock um, wanted to really rep some of the cool new Southern rock stuff that was coming out. Okay. Uh, I debated several recommendations cause I gave you some old school stuff. Um, and so I debated some, some of the stuff and there was a bunch of suggestions that were a little more country. I'm going to go a little more bluesy this time um, <clears throat> um, with that. Um, uh, and I'm going to give you somebody who I like uh, a whole ton. And I don't have to worry about what album it is because they only have one album. Okay. Um, and uh, this is also in honor of the national championship game tomorrow. Okay. It is a band called Alabama Shakes. Okay. You will, and you don't have to worry about whatever album it is. That's the that's the, the female singer, yeah? Yep. Okay. She is. And she's now out on her own. Okay. She is. Um, she's a badass. Cool. So yours is, I was going with 90s rap, but I happen to give you two guys, Tupac and Biggie, who are both dead. Um, Is it a trend? It is a trend. So we're sticking with that trend, but this guy's a little newer, but he just recently died. Um, So. Oh, 
I think I know where you're going. So whenever somebody asked, the, the best way I can put it, this guy, he is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Um, so I'm giving you the villain himself, MF Doom. And the album is Mm Food. This was an okay. album going back to like the skate park stuff. This album was always playing at the skate park. It's just that this is as underground New York style, lo-fi hip hop. Okay. You can get, he set the tone for what a lot of people are mimicking now. I mean, he is the original, I mean, he was, he was born in London, but his namesake was made here in the States. Okay. Um, he yeah. died. We just found out that he died. Yeah, but he so died he, in September. He 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 no. He died on Halloween. Okay. Um, but the news broke uh, New Year's Eve, I believe, is yeah. when when his wife uh, said he died. I mean, and that's. I mean, honestly, I give credit to his crew and the people who are, who are around him. You know, they let the news come out on his terms, on his wife' terms, and not being leaked for two months about it. So that's, that's pretty tight rumor control. I respect that a lot. So, so MF Doom. Yeah, MF Doom, and that's the best way I can put it. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Okay, and that's just a classic on that one. So, okay, uh, I don't have a million dollars butt question this week, but I do. I did get an expansion pack. Okay, so we have all new questions coming up. Good. I was worried we wouldn't have questions. <laughs> no, I got a. I got an expansion pack, and we'll. Uh, We'll bust that out, man. I don't know. Steelers might make a game out of it. To ta- to timestamp this, they just scored again late into the third. So this will be. It is getting closer. This will be interesting. Even when we get done uh, recording, I'm going to watch the rest of the game. Okay. So, so we have a full slate of shows coming up again. Yes. Um, I'm glad to bring on Kevin as another part. Fired up for that. Uh, as That's a good reviewer. addition. Yeah, I mean, that he is. feels like the right addition. You, you've heard Josh him, was excited yeah, about that, yeah. too. You, you've heard him give his reviews. Um, he he brings a, a, a very distinct, like, a, a professional reviewership of what we do. I mean, we're semi-pro. He's pro. Him and if, Josh will, will uh, be great together, yeah. so well, I'm yeah, excited so about that. We're excited to bring on another person to the straight cut world and uh, looking forward to that. And, you know, a lot of people were excited about him, so yep. looking he's, forward to that. He's already done a bunch of reviews for N- NYC Fine Tobacco. Mm-hmm. He writes a blog post for LCC. He's mm-hmm. he's already um, familiar with that, and mm-hmm. he's um, he's got a great palate. So. Yep, so... Also, uh, you know, if you're around here, we're going to be uh, doing a little thing this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday is a holiday, so you don't have to travel back really quick if you happen to get off on Monday um, for MLK Day. Um, if you're around, pick up one of these cigars that we're smoking tonight. We're doing the Onyx Bold Nicaragua. It's um, been a nice smoke. It's it been, been bold. It's been strong, but it, it, it has I'm, been it, I'm getting a that, nice Yeah. It's been, it's, I don't know that it's super complex, but it's been, it's been a nice it's San Andreas. A, it's a one note cigar, but you know, it's, a, it's a solid one note. Would not call it complex, but. Mm. No, it's uh it's, it's strength with a little bit of spice. You get that AJ with it, mm-hmm. which I mean. Who doesn't like AJ? I don't know of anybody who doesn't like something that AJ AJ's does. mom. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think like, uh. The uh, the Viva La Vida was the third or fourth most liked cigar out of 270 cigars. That brand, that's you know 
that was a, helped by AJ. So yeah. and there was quite a few other AJ cigars in the in the list. So he does a an absolute amazing phenomenal job. And yeah. I, I just I just got a text that Matt Booth is actually going to be coming up to the shop tomorrow, and hopefully I can get up here to meet him. Um, and we'll see. But that's exciting. So that'd be cool. Mix, maybe I might bring my. Yeah, I'm going to bring my Johnny Tobacco Knot box up here tomorrow so we can sign it. That'd be cool. Um, but uh, hopefully I get to meet him, but I'll probably be at work building stuff. But That's what you do. But downside of actually having a, a job a job that pays the bills and not just a job to, to buy cigars with. <laughs> you yeah. know, my career job, not my fun job, yeah. which I'd take back. Well, my, 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 he's like, woodworking is my fun job as well, but this is my hobby job but yeah so we're a lot of stuff coming up coming up absolutely so all right well we will see everybody next week good later